Chopper Suit Convos, DJ Bob Maul in full effect, back in the mix. What's going on, man? You had an eventful weekend, and it seems like you're about to turn up again for another weekend. Yeah, it was a dope weekend. You know, Jarvi, DJ Jarvi Jarv pulled up to the city, shut down Wild Days um, at the Eaton, did his thing. Um, shout out to my girl Tati, uh, DJ Rocky. She got she's a woman of many names. She did her thing as well. Shout out to Plus and Trust. You know what I mean? They did their thing as well. And um, yeah, you know what I mean? The the fun doesn't stop. I'm gonna be at this uh this hookah spot in DC called Glow Lounge. Um it's like an Ethiopian restaurant by day, turns into a hookah lounge at night. It's in northwest DC, Glow Lounge. So pull up on me if you're not doing nothing this Friday. I'll be there from ten to two. So it's gonna be pretty fun and pretty lit. So, you know. And uh, just enjoying myself and getting ready for the Super Bowl that I forgot about. Whoa, the Super Bowl you forgot about? Yeah, that drone was boring, man. They only just seem Patrick like Mahomes, just send to the end and give Patrick Mahomes and Taylor Swift the Super Bowl, man. Hurry up. Do you think uh, what's going on, like, well, at least for me, how the Super Bowl feels is the same reason, like, why, like, music and TV shows, like, everything's segmented. It seems like people aren't into the Super Bowl as much this year. And it also seems like media week is like the lowest it's ever been. That used to be a thing. It hasn't been a thing for at least 10 years, kind of, but it just seems like it's real low now. Yeah, man, people don't care, bro. They watch the game and that's it. I mean, the 49ers don't have that many interesting players. And then with the Chiefs, it's, you know, shout out Travis Kelsey, uh, white people going to barbershops and saying, can I get the Travis Kelsey cut? He's teaching a new generation the fade. So that's nice. And then, uh, you know, Patrick Mahomes, he don't say anything interesting. I mean, none of these guys do. And it's a part of their business to be media trained and to be politically correct. So that's why Deion Sanders is Deion Sanders. He marketed his himself to be brash. That's why Marshawn Lynch is beast mode, man. He didn't want to talk and he became cool for not wanting to talk. That's how weird sports media is. Oh, man, you don't want to answer our questions. Oh, but, man, we're going to make you famous, buddy. Have you heard people saying, like, yo, what you doing for the game? Or I'm doing this for the game. Like, has it just seems like the Super well, Bowl. Well, you know, uh, you know, I'm I'm a bad person at uh, asking this situation because, you know, I, I hang out with a lot of soccer and basketball people. So football, I like you, Donnell, shout out to BJ. I got a few homies that football is their favorite sport, but I feel like, you know, most people, we at that age, they're going to watch it with their families and look straight. I don't know about any Super Bowl parties or nothing. Uh, Anthony, shout out to him. You know, one of our homies for a long time, one of the members of Champagne Soccer, he said, hey, man, if Lamar Jackson was in there, I'd want to watch it. But he, Or if the Detroit Lions... We're there. I'd want to watch it because, you know, they never been there before. But, yeah, 49ers Chiefs ain't that tight, bro. Also, I realized a lot of y'all soccer niggas are like gentrified suburban type uppity niggas. Of course too. we're suburban goons. Of course. Are, okay, y'all are like uppity niggas, too. So, like, mm -hmm. a lot of like my like I was just talking to my man from uh, from Maryland. You know, he he like people who do like fight parties, like a little bit we of like, high class boys, like man. people who do a little bit of, like the hood shit and have fight parties and shit like that. They want to watch the Super Bowl while like you uppity ass S car mm. niggas 
y'all don't really care about. Um, yeah, man. I'll be at a fight party, but I won't be at the Super Bowl party. Yeah. But the I just noticed Super that about Bowl soccer party, people. Though. I don't know any like, you know. The last I'm... Super Bowl party I was at was uh, Rams Bengals. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And yeah. I, hey, I, shout out to my cousin Kofi. We got faded. I don't remember that second half. <laughs> Yeah, I remember that last Super Bowl last year was tight, though. I heard. Yeah, man. That shit was tight as hell. Shout out to the African Cup of Nations. That joint's been turned. You know, that's what the hood soccer fans enjoy a lot. The African mm -hmm. Nations Cup. Turn up. Oh, yeah. Real quick, since you mentioned that, um, I know you've been knowing about this for a while. How is the uh, World Cup different city situation happen? Like when they do the World Cup in other countries, they obviously have to play in like other multiple stadiums. Yes. Okay, so what they're doing in, in uh, America isn't like that weird or nothing. No. Are you going to go to one of the games? Yeah, I'll go to a few of the games. Like the final like, in New York being ugly is ugly, but hey, it is what it is. Why? Why is that ugly? Stadium sucks. Should have been in SoFi. Should have been in L.A., Texas. Florida, not New York. I get it. Most populated area in America, but that stadium is up. Shout out to the homies putting out all the MLS footage of brothers getting geeked up in that stadium. They showed one homie try to slide. My oh, man. that was at that man stadium? Yeah, man. My man bounced. <laughs> they said he tore his ACL, MCL. Yeah, they they said all kind of different letters. <laughs> like They said like control all the league. Yeah, they said oh. life is FedEx field up north, man. It joints ugly, so good luck. I didn't know if you knew that for sure. I thought you just heard like football people say. I didn't know the MLS got their own receipts for that. Yeah, man. Come on. That's crazy. But yeah, I mean, that's actually pretty exciting though to me. So hey man, Copa America's this year. Soccer is about to be big in America for the next for the rest of the decade. Yeah, man. You Do you have any negativity about the Copa World America? Cup? You got the Club World Cup and you got the real world cup all in America in the next three years. Do you have any negativity about the World Cup being in America? Like that's bad, right? It would be better if it was in a foreign country. Nah, America had the World Cup in 1994, so that was cool. And that's why they're running it back again. Mm. The World Cup is getting to a point. They're not going to put in no country where there's no infrastructure or resources. They're not going to give it to no poor country. So as the World Cup goes on, it will only be like 10 countries that can really host that shit, that have the infrastructure to do it. So if America, it's not even America. It's America, Mexico, and Canada. They all sharing it. It's the mm -hmm. North American World Cup. So, hey, that's cool. They did some ugly shit with the 2030 World Cup where it's Spain, Morocco, and Paraguay or some goofy shit. So, hey, man, they, they just messing around. 2034, they're going to Saudi Arabia to go get that wow. Arab money. Let's yeah. get that Arab. Yeah, we need it again. All the tar was so good, we need Saudi Arabia. All the rich-ass people going to be there who can't really get arrested that easy. Well, yeah, they were at Qatar too, allegedly. And hey, Qatar was a great World Cup, you know. Brazil, I remember Brazil and South Africa. Yeah, that was Brazil was twenty fourteen, South Africa twenty ten. So, mm. you know, it's not gonna go to countries like that anymore for a while. <laughs> and I feel like it, it's like it captures a certain essence when it's in somewhere like Brazil. Sorry, we need that dough. Mm, okay. All right. Well, I was just wondering.
Yeah, man. So where are you watching the Super Bowl, man? You throwing a party? No, I'm probably just watching at my brother's house. All I've been worried about is what I'm going to eat during the Super Bowl. Mm, what are you getting, man? I don't know. I usually like to do my... Still going to get Lito's. I might get that uh, Crimson Coward hot chicken. Might, you know, take it back to the Nash and get that hot chicken. The Nash? What the hell is that? Nashville, fool. Nashville you think hot you young buck? Nashville hot chicken. Hey, man, yeah. I think take I'm 42 Doug. That's what he calls it. I'm going back to the Nash. Oh, no. Anyways, uh, you know, they got a hot chicken sandwich that got macaroni and cheese in the sandwich. We never uh, heard that rob nobody. Why didn't they say they robbed me? <laughs> Wack 100, I don't know what he's doing. He said he got robbed, and he said he didn't. I oh, don't know, man. I he's hilarious. Like, oh, man, I got footage of Megan Thee Stallion right after Tory Lanez. Hey, man, I got this nigga sex tape. He got everything. He's nasty. He said, Big, you allegedly got Nipsey killed. I'm just like, God damn. Oh, yeah, well, yeah, yeah. LA really makes this nigga become something and just tear He's a superstar, shit. man. I love it. Hanging Shout with out. Yeah, he was... Uh, I like it that he became a meme for being... A so-called allegedly, I didn't say it. I saw it on the internet. They called him a butler, man. They called him a servant. They called oh, him yeah. a, a young because he cleaned the table for DJ Flat <laughs> and Adam. Mm -hmm. And then I saw Amin El Hassan. He used to work for ESPN. He works now for Dan Lebetard's show, and he called Dan Lebetard dad on his show. So I'm just seeing brothers now just and then you already know Jason Whitlock. He's pissed. He's mad at Black History Month. <laughs> oh so it's a, it's a lot. It's a lot of it's a lot of so called cooning going on. Yeah, and then like you know, like you, Richard Sherman, oh, no. Acho, uh, who else? Jason Whitlock, Shannon. Y'all hate Lamar. Whoa. I'm actually happy Lamar's gone. Y'all can't do nothing. Oh, he's gone. You think he's dead? He's coming no, back. But he's, it's the off season. Y'all don't got nothing to talk about now. Y'all got no, nothing. Oh, we all got all off season. All y'all can do is love Brock Purdy and Christian McCaffrey. Like, I don't know who that is. Shout out to Lamar Demetrius Jackson Jr., one of my favorite football players nah. of all time. Yeah. He is. He made me like football again. My we favorite actually quarterbacks doing... of all time, nah. Michael Vick, Lamar Jackson, Steve Young. That's, nah. that's so look, guys, we're doing a new segment every week. Mm. Dan will uh, pinpoint and uh, nitpick something. That's yeah. what Lamar, every week, that's what we're going to do because that's what makes him happy, so. Nah, I like it. I like it that Lamar, he's just turned 28. He just won another MVP. You got another decade to win a Super Bowl, nigga. All you need to do is win one. So all you need, Peyton Manning won two Super Bowls playing like trash. And nobody remembers that. So, hey, hey, man, one year Tom Brady won a Super Bowl throwing two touchdowns and three picks. Trash. Getting carried by that defense. You know, I wasn't watching football that decade. So now I realize why Bill Belichick wanted that nigga out of there. I bet he was because they won a Super Bowl 10 to 6. Tom Brady was <laughs> doing not a damn thing. So a lot of niggas have won the Super Bowl on some dumb shit. But Lamar, you can't do that, nigga. Hey, you action Jackson. Rest in peace to the real action Jackson. You got to do more to help your team win. So stop trying. I don't know why you did that, man. That's why we were rooting for you. I forgot what rapper it was. It was even Lucky. He said, oh, man, look, please, Lamar, let the young niggas please win for the young niggas so they can want to play sports again and not want to be druggies like me. Everybody hey, wanted. Yeah, even Lucky, even street rappers know, like, we're not good role models. We're not tight. <laughs> niggas need to watch sports again. And like Lamar Jackson, 
That's why people need John Morant to take himself seriously and not be a crash out nigga. So we need Lamar Jackson, John Morant. We need these hood heroes to exist because we grew up with Michael Vick and Allen Iverson being tight, but not maximizing themselves. Yep. That's why I like Lamar Jackson. He always talks about winning the Super Bowl, being the best he can be. I never heard Michael Vick say stuff like that, but then also I was a kid. Maybe he did say stuff like that. I don't recall, but even Allen Iverson, I, hey, John Morant, you can see he's the real energy bringing back Memphis after a decade of grit and grind. Now they have a new identity of an exciting style of play. That's why we need these brothers to be productive. So I'm always root for Lamar Jackson and I'm going to be a tough critic on him because I want him to be the best. And I'm a tough critic on him because he wants to be the best. And he said, I want a Super Bowl. I'm going for the Super Bowl. That's yeah. the standard we're going he for. He didn't it. play like it. We're not running. Yeah, and he's a two-time MVP. Like I said, look, if you look at NFL history, how many quarterbacks have two, two MVPs? All of them have a ring. So, nigga, you need one. Hurry up. How come, LeBron hurry... Is, is huh? a, how come LeBron isn't a hood hero? Well. He should he, be. He's He is, I guess, because the little kids, I'm saying – we're old now. We're in our 30s. We're not hood boys. And the little kids that are on that hood stuff, they don't remember LeBron when he was, you know, fresh out, more of a hot boy. They only know LeBron, the corporate image. <laughs> That's it. They just know LeBron wearing suits and having a pushback hairline and flopping and complaining and stuff. They don't really remember that much. He comes from stuff. humble beginnings. He does. He's He said he was living in a trap house in high school. I mean, hey. <laughs> If you know about his lifestyle, yeah, he grew up in the field. Yeah, so he's a real street boy, but he doesn't. Hey, man, he's clean and corporate. He's not. He's not quote, quote unquote authentically black like John ja Morant and Lamar Jackson. I guess. Well, John ja Morant don't count. He's just hip hop. Uh, well, no, but I mean, hey, they feel like Lamar Jackson is too. His best friend is Kodak Black. He wears I mean, sniper Lamar, game chains. Lamar is as a rapper signed to his management company. He is Lamar is. He's a hip hopper, but no, he's more authentically, you know, black, and he kind of. What does that even mean? I'm from the suburbs, man. You got to explain that to me. You know, he talks with a certain uh, because he has an accent and the way he wears hair and what he comes from. John Morant comes from a two parent household. Well, that's not well. That's not the hood experience. Why? Why isn't that the hood experience? That needs to be because then he go to like private schools and shit like i don't i mean i don't know I mean, much. don't all these athletes go to private schools when they're the best athletes not not lamar jackson well that's because Alan his Iverson. mom didn't want him to not, well, that's, not michael that's, Vick. yeah that's what i'm saying that's because their parents didn't really want him to and their kids they seem like they wanted to be local but we see now where did lebron that's okay so that's why lebron didn't he went to saint james saint mary a catholic school so yeah lebron that's why he don't count. He, he was a Catholic. I'm just saying, I don't know much about John Morant's background, but they were calling him out with his family pictures with the because <laughs> he had Sperry's on <laughs> in the backyard. It's just like you well, know that I mean? backyard was too nice. It, it just you know like it just seems like he's more hip hop influenced uh, while Lamar is actually. Oh, is he is he like one of those guys that became a voyeur? Like I'm I'm black. But I'm from the suburbs, so to be down in hood, I want to embrace the negativity and rap. Is that what yeah, he did? Basically. Dang, that's not good. Lamar don't do all that dumb shit. We know he's like a hood nigga, but he don't do. <laughs> yeah, he doesn't. He doesn't misbehave. 
the only time I've seen people mad at him is because he was playing football in the sand with the youth. <laughs> or like one time he recorded himself doing like 160 on the highway. Yeah, okay, that's not good, Lamar. Don't do that. I was like that's three, reckless three, driving. Three, yeah, three. yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, man, but hey, luckily nobody was harmed. And yeah, you, you know. For, yeah, so I what mean, was that picture about, though? They were saying, yeah, that was the meme about him being uh, Joel Embiid. They they gave <laughs> they gave Joel Embiid basically Lamar Jackson's hairstyle and put him in a Ravens jersey. Oh, the the uh the Vic and Lamar one that you brought up. Oh, I, that's been a converse, That's been a conversation on Twitter the last couple weeks about uh, Lamar Jackson, Michael Vic. Who do you got? And you know, old people don't want to ever admit when the new generation is better. So old people are trying to do, oh man, Michael Vick, man, he could do everything. He just he just was ahead of his time. So there was no system ready to maximize his ability, which, which is, is true. true. Yeah, that is true. There was- And he had a better arm. Was, yeah, he does have a stronger arm, but you know, he's not as accurate. You've even mentioned many times, you brought it to my attention, how he has straight line speed, but he's not the most agile and he always would get- caught from behind right am i remembering that correctly yeah but i think there's something that be happening to these niggas because lamar in the in the, in the afc championship he had like a run on fourth and one where he could have dipped and he kept turning around worrying about the guy behind him so i think the, these players like lamar and vic be injured sometimes and we just don't know it because lamar he had a few plays where he could he it seems like he should have dipped out but he don't so don't so really... is that the Joel Embiid in him that just like you're going to be hurt when you play a physical style or when you're just like a unique athlete that you're going to be banged up? Or is it just the nature of football? It's a physical game. People going to be hurt. I, I just think people are hurt when they play. We don't know. So they're probably not as fast as they should be. And everybody's fast. So I don't think there's no. Yeah, Chris this is the fastest era of the NFL. People are lighter than ever. They're, yeah, linebackers don't weigh 250, 260 There's only one anymore. Chris Johnson, Devin Hester, Jamal Charles type of home run type of people. Is there one in the NFL right now? What, that uh, Mozart, right? Him. Out of um, the running backs? A-Chain, um, the one who got who's, hurt. Who's, oh, yeah, yeah, the other running back they had. Yeah, A-Chain yeah, yeah. can turn a run into 40 yards easy. Mm. And then... um. The Keaton Mitchell for the Ravens who got hurt, the rookie. Who he, the hell is that? The, the rookie who uh, tore his ACL. He, who is he a running running? back also? Yeah, he was like part uh, of the reason why we lost uh, um, too, because we lost another running back, and he was an X factor where he can catch a pass and take that, make that shit forty yards like it's nothing. So there's there's a few of them, but and or Deshaun Jackson, you know, he'll be out of there too. So yeah, yeah, shout out to him and D Jack. But hey, man. Lamar Jackson, every a, hey, even though say he said one homegirl we grew up with, she had a Lamar Jackson jersey on, man, <laughs> and bumping Gucci, man. I was like, whoa, what's going on? That's what Lamar Jackson means to the black community and to young people. That's why your big brother John Harbaugh, the year he won his first MVP, said, oh, man, you know how many people are gonna want to be like you, man. He knew it, like Baltimore. And we never had no tight offense. We just had Ray Lewis, Ed Reed, Haloti Nada, not saying that they're whack because they're special players. But as you know, the quarterback is the most coveted position in American sports. So to have a premium quarterback like this, a young all-time great, hey, man, that's cool. So we want to see him win. Because, hey, like we've mentioned before, off the pod, 
there's a lot of special times when like Derrick Rose, we wanted him to see him win the national championship and he lost to a black guy from Alaska and Mario Chalmers. Mm. And we wanted to see Kentucky win the national championship go undefeated with a cat and all those guys. And they lost to white ass Wisconsin. We'd be seeing that stuff, man. <laughs> a lot. Yeah. I, said there's I, a, uh, for the culture curse. Yeah, I think there is. When you're too hip hop, hip hop, yeah, you're not going to win. Like Cam Newton losing the Super Bowl to the Broncos. When, like I mentioned, that shitty Peyton Manning, that nigga threw nine touchdowns and 17 picks in the regular season. And then in the playoffs, he only threw like two touchdowns and one pick. He was on cruise control, not doing anything. But and hey, it, he had all time great defense that he could carry him. And it's also when we all when black people on the internet rave about it, like, oh, it's gonna be for the culture. Oh, Detroit and Baltimore make it. it's gonna be first. <laughs> that's when we lose. Like, we need to shut the fuck up and relax so we don't jinx shit. Every year we get like a cool black person and some shit, we jinx it. Like, hey, just man. Chill. that's why they're hey. scripting against it. Like, oh, hell no, we're not about to give them this. They don't don't you believe in JC? I think that oh, I'm starting to think JC don't like uh, people like Whoa. Lamar Jackson. Oh, hey <laughs> man, what are you saying? Hey, I'm just why not hasn't it happened yet? Then why is it? Because hey, because your man froze. Like hold on, Todd, why did he make him freeze? Todd Monkey, hey, my, my, my dad was right, man. He said, hey man, why is he standing there? I was, hey, I uh, one day you got to rap to my dad. He'll tell you, man. I was defending Lamar Jackson, and I was like, hey man, no. Nah. He's not running because hey, he he wouldn't be ugly on purpose. I I was confused. I was just watching football again. I didn't know what was going on. I was confused. That's why I don't want to watch the Super Bowl. I don't give a damn about the I like Patrick Mahomes. He's special. Kelsey's special. I like Pacheco too, but I like man, that 49ers. Uh, uh I mean they special too. They got McCaffrey. They have yeah, they have ballers too. Yeah, and you're they right. Bosa. Too. Yeah, Bosa, Warner. Yeah, you're right. Uh, of course, C Mac, he's a baller. Debo's cool. Ayuk, you know, yeah. it's not, yeah, it's going to be a good game, but. Uh, Trent Williams is. I want a Lamar Jackson, nigga. Trent Williams is there. I'm happy to see yeah, him. Yeah, you know, I don't give a damn about offensive linemen, even though I should. I just, that I don't type. watch the football game. They are cool. I just don't watch the game for them. So. And he's about to be, he's Suge Knight. Watch out. He's, he's going to bully oh, and not get man. flags called. He don't ever he's get not, flags He's not Suge Knight, man. Please. He is Suge Knight. He's a, bull, he's a bully. Yeah, he, he never hugged up a woman in the club when it looks like she about to pass out. He's Suge Knight. No, he's not. I never he's seen, I never heard about Serious huh? allegations all you want. You can bring up serious allegations all you want. What? That's be, what being he's Suge Knight is. No, it's not. Has being, he walked on the stage and intimidated a record label? That's one part of being Suge Knight. I'm talking about specifically the bullying and intimidating factor. All right. Did he force a nigga to give Tupac beats? Bum police. Hey, man. Yes, you're damn right. We pressing buttons out here, man. Trying to make me be with, uh, who was it? Richard Sherman and Shannon Sharp. And <laughs> the man, your Acho. Oh, man. Emmanuel Acho, he's uh I got a homie that is married to Emmanuel Acho's sister, and he said Emmanuel Acho's a batch. You know, I'm in the African Illuminati, so I know a lot of things. But uh yeah, shout out to Emmanuel Acho being a geeker. All right. Yeah, he's a straight trick. Yeah, he is he is a big trickster, but hey, God bless him. He's, he he's was not... a linebacker though, so if you ever see him in person, you know, you might have to watch him out. No, you have to hey man, hey, 
I'm from Virginia. He's from Texas. We're going to have to do something. Uh, yeah, that's all I'm going to say. He's not a pushover. That's all I got to say. Yeah, he's not a punk at all. He's not a punk. So you have to you have to protect yourself. You have to arm yourself. <laughs> these guys. <laughs> all right. So anyway, speaking of people that need protection out here in these streets, man, Nicki Minaj, she needs to protect her ego because it's not looking good for, her, you know, the queen so-called took a big L. <laughs> Megan the Stallion, number one song in America with hiss. That one line. Oh, yeah. That's a big L for Nikki. It is. You Ooh. try. As soon as the song came out, you were crying on social media. Not crying, but, you know, mocking her, saying you can't rap. You got one flow. You got three Grammys, one flow. Then you tweet for three days. Then you put out a song. It's tough. And because it's tough, we don't hear from you again. And then Megan Thee Stallion not only gets the number one song in America, and uh, so-called the Billboard 200 Global Chart. She's the number one song there. The first solo female rapper to debut number one on that new chart. Damn. She just announced that she has a new label situation with Warner Brothers where she's still independent, but they distribute her music and she owns her masters and her publishing. It's a one-of-a-kind one record deal. Shout out to Rock Nation. And yeah, that's for you, Nicki Minaj, because on the line on your album, you talked about, oh, I might buy your catalog. You can't, Nicki Minaj. And then speaking of catalogs, hey, you've been on Young Money for 16 years. You still there, girl? Drake Damn, got out of there. He became a boss. What are you doing? That's a bad sign. Yeah. What? She's supposed to have a PG Lang by now? Yeah, she's has she has a record label. I don't know what it's called, but... She signed a few producers and Tate Cobain from Baltimore or something's one of her artists. He helps write her hooks and stuff. So, I mean, she has a label, but we just don't know anybody there. And then, like I said, shout out to Lil Wayne. He said Nicki Minaj is the GOAT Young Money artist. Yeah, I bet. Because she still, you still eat off that. But that shows you, man, Nicki uh azalea banks stated that Nicki minaj wanted to be like a rock nation girl like she felt like oh i'm the female jay-z i'm from new york beyonce's my friend i've done songs with both of them i should be the rock nation girl and supposedly she's mad that megan became the face and jay-z never wanted to do business with her allegedly i don't know if it's true or not some of this is behind the scenes stuff but do you think Nicki Minaj lost? Because I do. I think she took a big L. That's why we don't see her on social media right now. Talking yeah, about she had five diss songs. Hey, the first one bombed and she's gone. Yeah, I think she got spanked. Uh, I think she's not doing stand-up nigga shit, but no offense or anything. But, you know, um, I haven't seen too many, like, well, from my own experience, I haven't really seen too many, like, women, like, going through like a similar thing like puffing her chest out and then like taking an L and then like coming back and like you know standing on it and like you know well actually I have in real life I know some real stand up women but um yeah she took a real big L man she took a really big L people did not receive that song well she played around with it she thought like it's it sucks because it's her fans that have been lying to her and accepting anything that she does. 
that's why she thought she could do that. And I guess she thought that Meg was like a real rapper where she was going to respond because that's where she should have put out the heat that she would have put out if Meg responded, but she didn't. She tried to do, um, what was Drake's first disc called again to me? Forgot what it was called. Charged up. Yeah. She made, that was basically her charged up. So she was getting ready to do the back to back and Meg not responding spoiled it. And Meg's fan base uh, getting very tired of uh, Nikki. Basically Meg, her bronze sexuals got mad at Nikki who could be looked at as like the Michael Jordan, this situation. There's a lot of young niggas. I don't like old people these days. So Nikki should have been aware. Of that. <laughs> yeah. Like there's like young fan bases who hate on the old fan base. There's a lot of that going on. Yeah, so, that's good. We need that generational div division. Yeah, that's and good, like pass the torch type of shit. We're tired of old people being in the way. So, so she wasn't expecting that. So she definitely took an L, especially with the number one. I'm actually very happy for Meg. I like that she won, and um, and she was good. back twerking with a uh, Hennessy and a mm -hmm. straw. You know, so having fun. So hey, and she was with Michelle Obama too. Uh, well, you know, that's what I'm saying. Meg shout out to Michelle Obama, daughter. What Malia's with Malice? What's going on there? She like you know she likes lyrical rap, and Malice is you know Christian man. I'm not saying I don't know if she's a Christian, but you know she likes whoa. She likes lyrical Joey badass stuff. Um, oh, so she would like the clips. Yeah. Okay. But um, yeah. So it's just fun to see, and I'm happy because this ain't the end of it. Some more things are gonna happen. But nah, I think it's over, man. No, nah, there's going to be a little bit of, like, you know, shots fired here or there. Yeah, that's over, though. They've been throwing shots for years. This is the most direct it got with Megan saying that Megan's law line and dissing Nikki's husband and Drake and, you know, Nikki's friends and all the people defending Tory Lanez and then Nikki bombing that diss with that response. Bigfoot. But the thing is, with Drake charged up was mid- and guess what? Meek Mill didn't respond either. And then that's when he dropped back to back. So mm. that's the thing. If Nicki Minaj was really serious, she, she knew that shit was huff. She could have dropped the other one. But she tanked because the joint was so huff and Hiss was doing so well, she just got out of there. <laughs> Damn. She knew, like, well, if the next one isn't received well. I'm uh, really cooked. Yeah, and it'll really, make, it'll really show a lot. Like, it'll knock her down, not, like, notches. And you just look like a big bully. Like you're just had a successful rollout for your album, and you're mad at this young lady because you know she about to pass your shit. Cause mm. yeah, Megan's album is loading. So we'll see about that. But shout out to Megan. It's nice to see her have her first solo number one. Like I've mentioned before, artists I know in rap are more collaborative than other genres, but I like to see. I think the true greatness are people that make signature songs on their own. So she has a signature song now with his in her catalog where it's her on it, Dolo, and sh she got a number one with it. So salute. And Nicki Minaj, she, she did a lot of the promo for this. I don't think if Nicki Minaj went as crazy as she did. I don't think this song would have went number one. Do you? It wouldn't have. Her dumb ass did that. That's the funny part. That's, what, that's <laughs> yeah. the part of the L. That's a, that's what makes That's what I'm saying. That's yep. She like really like hyped it up and made made people like me want to listen to what Meg said. And but they also said that um Bigfoot, I think it's charted at number 22 right now. Yeah, it did well and it dropped on it dropped Monday midnight. So theoretically, if she dropped it 
Friday, it would have done higher. Probably would have been top 10, top five, maybe even. So Dana yeah. Barber looked hard to get it up there. <laughs> yeah, they did. And it still didn't, it's only 22. On a short week, though, that's good. But yeah, yeah you know, you know that joint's going to drop out of there pronto. But how long do you think his will stay in the top five? Or do you think it's going to drop crazy too? Um, I think it's going to drop crazy. <laughs> Dang, it's only going to be number one for one week, then it's gone out of the top 20, you think, or something? Um, I, I think it'll be like 18 or 19. True. I hope, I mean, I could be wrong if I'm wrong, then hey, I won't be mad at it, but I just feel like that. But Dang. I don't know. I'm about to play that joint on Friday, though, so we'll see. Are you going to play Bigfoot? No. Because she says, uh, lying on your dead mama. On your dead mama, lying on your dead mama. I'm not playing that. That's mean. <laughs> yeah, well. Speak on your dead mama. Oh, that's not good. No, that's fucked up. But go ahead, my bad. Hey, well, speaking of another potential clash... Ice Spice was talking to her fans and she said fart is about Lotto because she didn't like it when Lotto played a snippet and had an Ice Spice video in the back. And I'm like, what? That's why you made that fart song that DJ Clue and a lot of hip-hop purists and fans online are shitting on, pun intended, for being a weak track. So, hey, Lotto heard that. She was in New York for Saturday Night Live. So after that, she went to the Bronx and shot a music video, Ice Spice is from the Bronx, and then she has a song called Sunday Service, dropping on Friday, put out the cover art, her in front of a collage of different female rappers with their eyes covered like Ice Spice, hey, Missy hey, Elliott, can't call them, can't call them Eyes, Lauren Hill, oh yeah, women rappers, or whatever. Yeah, yeah, female rappers. I'm sorry, you know. But uh, and now I, I before the pot, I sent Jamal a picture of Lotto smoking a J in front of the Ice Spice picture. But he said, "Not, not good enough. Looks like it can be for all of those lady rappers." So, uh, do you think she will be directing her diss song? And do you respect her shooting the music video in the Bronx? I definitely respect her shooting a music video in the Bronx that quickly. Um, I think Ice Spice um, must have followed Nikki's orders uh, dumbfoundedly. This is a stupid idea for her now because I think Lotto is about to come and smoke her boots, but I hope Lotto is direct. She better be. She better not do all no like, uh, like any female rapper can get it type shit. At least she better at least make fun of like a, a characteristic or like a physical feature or something that lets us know it's ice. She spice. needs to I'll talk about melting ice or something. Something. I'll take some I'll take anything like that because I know how people are these days. I don't <laughs> think she needs to say her name. If she say her name, that's a bonus for me. But as long as long as she says like like yeah like melting ice or something or makes like cause a cabbage patch kid hair or something like that. Anything that's like good that enough whoa I'll take it. Yeah. Or say you got to twerk everywhere you go. I'll take that. Um so but yeah, I'm very excited about this. I hope Lotto comes correct. I'm so excited about all this shit. It'll be fun to see uh, Nikki and her disciples take L's. Like, <laughs> and I, I, I would enjoy that. Uh, man, that would be hilarious. 
Does she have any other soldiers she can put out to war? Nah, cause uh, oh no, nah, she has JT. You talked about mm -hmm. her. Whoa, you don't think she can do damage? No, no, not at all. I mean, she dates Lil Uzi for crying out loud. I think they broke up. That's why Lil Uzi's been hanging out with Blue Ivy now and Jay Z. They made sure that he needs to be with them because the last song he put out, he was crying and sitting next to a bathtub looking like he wanted to do harm to himself. So that's why I think they have the Carters have taken him in. You know, they said, you know, more cosplaying Young Thug and no more being sad about JT. Just come and be Blue Ivy's friend. Come and be Blue Ivy's fan. That's interesting. Yeah, you saw him at the Grammys with them walking, looking weird. Yeah, man. yeah, I actually didn't see that. Oh, true. Yeah, he's been hanging out with Jay Z, Blue Ivy, and them a lot. Yeah, yeah. that's pretty cool though. That's tight. I mean, yeah, that's his that's his manager. So hey, he said Desiree Perez was his best friend. Hey, yeah, because she got him. She got his uh, one of his charges allegedly deleted. Remember when he was fighting Saint John and his ex girlfriend. And yeah, yeah, they deleted that. They deleted that case. You know, Rock Nation is powerful. Mm. So they really are powerful. They really can't push real buttons. Of course. That's why Tory Lane's dad was sick. Rock Nation, you will pay. <laughs> Rock Nation, you will pay. And that's why <laughs> Nicki Minaj was talking about, yeah, Desiree Perez, you're dirty. I know what you do. Like, hey, man, we know Rock Nation ain't clean. And if you're in that business, you can't be clean. You know, yeah, they so. said it looks like he got adopted by Jay Z and Beyonce. Yeah, they took him in, man. Blue Ivy's taller than him. Yeah, that's crazy. <laughs> hey, man, his name is Little Uzi. I mean, he's little. Let me gotta look at this again. I'm sure Blue Ivy had dang, she's like way taller than him. <laughs> she must got on like little hills or something. Yes, I mean, she was wearing boots, so I mean, maybe that did give her, I'm sure, a little boost. How but... Blue Ivy taller than you? That's crazy. What do you mean? Hey, it's genetics. She's like 14 or something. Hey, sorry. Her dad's tall. He ain't that tall. God, yeah, he is. Jay-Z's like, what, 6'2", six, 6'3"? Six, I'm tired of people calling 6'2 tall. That's not that tall. It is. Them niggas, I stand right with them niggas. They only, their eyes are just- You don't stand mind. with 6'2", niggas. Yes, You're I like do. Their eyes, my, my head is not at their chin. <laughs> my eyes are just, their eyes- their little eyes are brother. just a little bit above my head. Like I'm tired of calling six two and six three niggas tall. They get away with they that. are. Them niggas are just they're they're technically tall, but they ain't that tall. When you hit they are. six five, six six, that's when you're tall. I'm six feet tall. I'm taller than ninety percent of the world. You have it's to think tall. about that's what that means. You just thinking about your little region. We talk about compared to the world, six two, six three is tall. Niggas don't tall. eat it is. I put on Nike boots. I'm right there with them niggas. I was in Ghana housing over people. Hey, man. Those that's brothers. That's not that tall, bro. Like, hey, I have a six cousin. That's tall. Huh? I have a cousin at 6'6". Six, six. That's tall. Yeah, that is tall. That's very tall. 6'8". Six, six, that's tall. Yeah, that's tall. The average height in the NBA is 6'7". But yeah, that's my saying. If you're 6'3", six, 6'2", six, you're tall, man. Yeah, you're taller than the average citizen. What are you, 5'9"? 5'10". Yeah, see, you're a five guy. Hey, you're still tall. Com well, not really in the same effect, but you know. A five guy. I like five guys. Yeah, well, hey, be careful. Well, what's wrong with... Oh, pause. 
Hey, I don't know what that I'm means. I'm going to have to pause that. Five guys. Well, you murder. say, you say. I, I you didn't know be that. Careful. Yeah, you I didn't, didn't know, know what that. that was. He didn't know that. Nigga, you crushed five guys. I haven't been there in a while. Five guys was the jam, but yeah, I haven't been in a while. Yeah, the pandemic took me away from five guys, honestly. I haven't, like, I used to go way more frequently, but since the pandemic, I've gone less than I ever have. Yeah, I haven't been there in a while, over a year or something, so. I might get that shit tonight, actually. Bless up. All right, man, let's talk about, we saw, you saw the footage of Uzi at the Grammys with the Carter family. Let's talk about the big Another fish. No, no. Nah, nah. Let's talk Taylor about your rapper. Oh, okay. Taylor Swift, man. One album of the year for the fourth time. Now has won that award more than any other artist in the history of the Grammys. She was previously tied with Stevie Wonder, Frank Sinatra, and Paul Simon with three. So, hey, man, how does it feel to see an all-time great like Taylor Swift in her prime? Hey, man, good for her. You know, I don't really give a damn about the Grammys, so. Nah, I feel you. I just thought it was interesting that CBS has the Grammys. She was there doing numbers, and then CBS has the Super Bowl, and she's mm. gonna be there doing numbers. <laughs> and I saw the clip when she announced she has a new album dropping in April, and artists in the stands were sick. Like, oh man, we gotta hurry up and get out the way. Oh man. Hey man, respect to her for being this dominant. Um man. I I used to hate on her a lot, and I kind of still do, but at this point, you gotta bow down to a nigga that's greater than you. Yeah, even yeah. Drake said Taylor Swift is the only person that'll make him move his release date. She's the only boogie monster in the game. But um, at the same time, so I can even this shit out, I can't even name literally one Taylor Swift song. I think that one song I'm feeling twenty three. I don't know what the yeah, name I is. I don't know that song. I know Shake It Off, and oh, I know Bad oh, Blood. I do know Shake It Off. Shake It Off. Yeah, oh. I know that, and I know Bad Blood. I don't know yes. what Bad Blood sounds like. I just know that she did a remix with Kendrick. That's it. That's all. That's it. You know, so for me, I don't really respect her album of the year. Like, that shit ain't <laughs> Yeah, it don't music. mean nothing. Music stinks now, so that's easy. And also, Pop Marley <laughs> don't got a Grammy, too. Pop don't got a Grammy. Nas finally got one. Snoop don't got one. A lot of greats don't have Grammys. So, so to me, for you to have a Grammy, that means you're kind of weak because Macklemore got it over Kendrick. So she got that award. That Macklemore won over Kendrick, so. Well, Macklemore won Best Rap Album. She got the award bigger than that. The biggest one. The one that Jay-Z said, man, what do we got to do to win it, man? Damn. I mean, How much twerking do I have to do? But that was some good, friendly music. Family, friendly music. Uh, family, friendly music. I mean, you know, a lot of our music has a lot of sex references and mm -hmm, drug references. And shit. That's never going to win. I mean, do people really think that? People are supposed <laughs> to be all normal to that, to hearing that kind of shit. No. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but Beyonce doesn't talk about that in her music. I mean, whoa. What's that one song where she said, um, damn, I can't think of it right now, but <laughs> tonight I'm fucking something. Uh, I don't think Taylor Swift cusses. Yeah, I don't think she does. I don't think she talks about drinking or smoking either. She has a song with Future, and he was very relaxed. He didn't pop nothing. But I am kind of tired of seeing 
fight <laughs> people win and be happy all the time. It's starting to Whoa, piss what's me. wrong? Hey, what's wrong with that? We're all Americans. We all God's mm-hmm. people. I'm tired of looking at white people fucking winning awards and being Come happy. on, man. Don't looks be like a colorist. Cheating. Looks like they're cheating, bro. I'm tired. I'm t- I live in America. Oh. Like so I'm tired of that shit. And oh. that's why I need Patrick Mahomes to win. Because if Brock Purdy wins and I have to see his white happiness and winning an award, it's going to do something to me. No, well, it shouldn't. You're an American. You should be proud so, that I'm every American is succeeding. This is America, not the race wars, man. I'm not even like a race-ass nigga like that. You but shouldn't be. I live you in shouldn't America. Be. We need to I'm get out of that. I'm tired of seeing white people win and be happy. Hey, man, they control 60% of the population. What do you want? They control the networks. I mean... White people don't black... take this kind of way, man. It's just this, huh? is, this is how it is sometimes you grow up black and all you see is white people win and have all the boats and all the money and shit. And oh, you want a boat? Family vacations you and stuff. You can buy a boat. You have you have big money. I know your record. Hey, but I'm just saying. Whoa, look at him. Hey, you're not on Section 8. Hey, man, what are you talking about? You can buy a boat. I'm just saying, man, when you, when you live in a white country that makes things easier for them and they're just always so jolly and winning all the time it gets annoying sometimes hey, baby, when i saw baby. her win that award it was so fucking annoying really yeah it was hey. looking at her white smile pissed me off hey man what about just her smile her smile isn't white she just has a smile a white like everyone else it was a white smile hey man you i'm gonna i'm gonna pray for you man yeah, yeah, do it. Because if I keep seeing oh, white do people it. Win, oh. I keep seeing white people hey, win, man. I'm gonna be annoyed. I don't care. You act like you want to hit something. No, I just need black people to win stuff. They do win stuff. They win NAACP awards, BET awards, BET hip hop awards, Soul Train awards. Yeah, and I like that too. Like, don't get me wrong, I'm not one of the people that I wish we would care about our awards more and like only go to our shit and care about our shit, but that's not how it happens. So Hey, man. Even Jokic won last year. I'm sick of this shit. What do you mean? <laughs> they Embiid won the MVP and then wait. That's what happens to the hood hero. Well, Embiid isn't a hood hero. You know, he's just a free throw guy. But he's a baller, though. Shout out to him. Um, Let's shout out another homie, man. Killer Mike got three Grammys. None of them was on TV because the Grammys don't give a damn about that. Bop, bop, bop. <laughs> and then he got arrested. So uh, how do you feel about that? You don't give a damn, right? No, I think it's dope, and it led me to the question of asking, is the Dungeon family the real Grammy family? No, because they never made a song called Grammy Family. The Grammy family are the people that made the song called Grammy Family like 15 you know years I mean, ago. The concept, God damn it! the concept of them. No. They call themselves the Grammy family, the ones who made the song. Well, yeah, they were. All, I think they were all at the Grammys together too. Did you see Andre three thousand at the Grammys? No. What are you saying? Was it because of John Legend won one, Kanye won one? Who else? Yeah, uh, AZ, I, th- I guess he's counting. Oh, AZ, huh? Now it was Kanye, John Legend. I think Consequence won one because of his work on Kanye's albums, and then I think Common might have a Grammy too. Yeah, so I think it was the four of them. Nah, the Dungeon Family is the real Grammy family. Outcast. CeeLo, Future, Killer Mike. Four. So it's the same. What 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 Goody Mob don't got no gravy? Trying that's to what I, was, that's what I was about to I didn't want to hate on him. I was about to say, you know, Goody Mob don't but he ain't got no still, gravy. Hey. Outcast, that's two people. CeeLo, that counts as Goody Mob. He's from Goody Mob. Yeah, but go. he won it with Nars Barkley. He with Killer with Mike. Mice. Killer Mike and Future. So all every major dungeon family 
artist that or Other group smarts don't have one. He's more with Collie Park. No, nah, he was Dungeon Family. He was Collie Park, Bubba Sparks. Hey man, was he signed to um? What was Big Boy's record label called again? <laughs> what the Purple Ribbon All Stars? Was he signed to that or something? Oh yeah, he was. You're right. He was Timbaland Beat Club. I feel like I remember him first. I think yeah, Dungeon he was definitely Timbaland first. But I thought he yeah moved. he I'm yeah fine. organized noise produced for him. Yeah, that's what I remember. I thought he moved on from Timbaland to Collie Park, but he definitely was with Timbaland. I knew that, but. Yeah, this new booty. Nah, he was on Beat Club for that. Still, I think, mm. or maybe, maybe not. Uh, oh yeah, he was. Yeah, that's what happened. He was on Purple Ribbon. Yeah, he moved to Big Boy mm -hmm. for Miss New Booty for that album. And yeah, Kali Park did a beat for him, the heated up joint. And but um, yeah, Miss New Booty. Yeah. But uh, yeah. So um, I think it's dope. You know, Killer Mike is good for him being. You know at this stage in his career and everybody kept saying how it was uh the, one of the best rap albums so i'm glad that it solidified that it's cool to see andre get a grammy for rapping even though he wants to put out food stuff tony a was like man i love this his verse on that song with uh future and killer mike come on man rap you're not too old to rap you can't say <laughs> old to rap. his verse was dope i want to hear him rap more so i'm glad now we get to attack him more and say motherfucker you just want a grammy for rapping your punk ass better rap you're but not too old rapping Shout out to Beyonce's dad, Matthew Knowles. He said record labels are the ones that do the most promotion for the Grammys. So it's up to your record label to do your push. And Killer Mike, he was on the Ultimate Media Press. I'm sure his label, shout out Loma Vista. They did a lot of work to make sure he won those Grammys. And Andre 3000 is a cheat code. You know those Grammys people don't know rap. So if they see oh, Andre 3000, oh, okay. Give it to him. Give it to him. Yeah. Give it to him. Give it to Because I think the best album for rap was uh, King's Disease 3. Obviously, I am biased. I'm a Nas fan. But I think that album had a variance in sound, idea styles. And I think it was cool to hear Nas carry an album by himself. Killer Mike, hey, he had a lot of features. Like most rappers do, not trying to act like he was doing something that is outside of the norm. And I just thought it was interesting because this album is called Michael. It's supposed to be self-titled, him reflecting on his life. But the only song, I don't think he had any song by himself except for, yeah, track five called Talking That Shit, which, you know, isn't really a deep song. So... It's interesting to me that this album that is supposed to be very reflective needed a lot of help to get that reflection off, but that doesn't mean it's bad by any choice, by any chance. Like, I think the album is good, but it didn't make the end of the year list of my favorite albums because I listened to it a couple of times, but it was like I listened to it for, you know, research purposes. I could never listen to it for fun. So, yeah. But hey, shout out to Killer Mike and Tap Dancing and then getting arrested. But hopefully all those charges get dropped. And then shout he out. said his, his son got a, a kidney transplant the next day, too. So wow, that's, that's really a, cool. That's a, that, Man, they're probably on a high right now. Him and his yep. Son. Good for him. He's always been a pretty good dude. You know what I mean? I like yeah. him. People I'm are saying he's dodgy, though. People are calling him a questionable character. They call him a fake revolutionary. 
Well, he's yeah, he said some controversial things and does some funny business. But hey, I I don't care. I think it's funny that people were, uh, you know, the kids they didn't know who he was. Um, I've known yeah. about Killer Mike since uh, um, Stankonia and for the whole world. I yeah, that's that when he won his first Grammy. I thought that's what it was for. They want a Grammy for that song or that album? For that song. Wow. The hell? Yeah, cause like, okay, Andre three thousands on it. Give it to him. Give it to him. Even yeah, back. Then. Yeah. Even Why do you think they won album of the year to Grammys? Andre three thousand didn't rap except for one song. He sang the whole song. He sang the whole album. Give it to him. So white people have been loving Andre three thousand. Yeah, that's why you know. Look at how he dresses and he's eclectic and weird. They like that stuff. You know that since I the think Prince they cared days. So hey, y'all. Nah, they've been like them. But not on a uh, Southern playlistic Cadillac pimping music. Nah, he was still black. Or um, become some aliens, nigga. Huh? The aliens, he was still black too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was starting to change though. Yeah, he was about to become an alien. Coming <laughs> yeah. on, he was still black. Yeah, yeah. He, is still, he is still black. He just got more eclectic and weird. Yeah, Stankonia is when he became Andre Three Thousand. The year two thousand, I'm gonna get weird. And that's literally when he changed his name to that, right? On Stankonia. Yeah. Because he was just Andre. He was just Dre. Dre. <laughs> yeah. Andre 3000's on that. Give it to him. Because that song was cool, but... Uh, yeah, Ooh. you're right. People in the, you know, people weren't bumping that joint like that. <laughs> I had an Outkast friend, though, as a kid who loved Outkast. He loved Killer Mike. Um, I mean, I don't know. I'm a, I remember the Dungeon Family... I, I didn't really remember Goody Mob as much, but I remember like Cool Breeze and shit like that. So, and it's, you know, it's it's just tight, like Big Rube, Future. It's just like a, such a dope Dungeon Family like moment to me that they all three want a Grammy. Like that shit is just tight, tight to me. So to me, the Dungeon Family is the real Grammy family of hip hop to me. Do you re lose respect for Future for not writing his verse? Does that make you judge him as a rapper, or do you, because he's not a lyricist, you don't rate his rapping ability anyways? I don't believe that he didn't write it. I think there's some weird behind the scenes. Nah, he didn't write his verse. Who wrote it? Hey, you got to figure it out. Either either Big Mike did, DJ Paul, James Blake. <laughs> oh, yeah, shout out to DJ Paul. He won another Grammy. Yep, for that. Well, I don't know beat. if he got a Grammy before, yeah, but, he, yeah, but yes. he won a Grammy. That's tight to me. That uh, it seems like Outkast and Three Six and they always kind of like you know make magic together. So yeah, Andre Three Thousands, one of the producers on that song as well. He produced his own part, you know. But that's dope to me that DJ Paul was on stage with them. Like, wow. Like, yep. The Three Six Mafia legacy grows a little bit more. Why don't you believe that uh, Future didn't write his verse? His name isn't in the credits, and he didn't win Best Rap Song because he didn't write his verse. Because he said it with his head, and if you can't tell me who wrote it, he wrote it to me. Nah, he, even if you even if you don't write it with your, even if you don't write it with a pen, you still write it. Like that's why he won another. He won the Grammys before for. Uh, what I think best melodic song or something that's he got that because he wrote his verse. Yeah, I've been telling you he didn't write you can't his verse. Tell me on this. who wrote his verse, then he wrote it. 
What do you mean if I can't tell you? Andre 3000 wrote his verse. He told him, hey, he told him, hell, hey, man, help Killer Mike. He said, Killer Mike said he, Andre 3000 said, hey, man, can I get this song? I'm going to work on it. And he's, Killer Mike said the next time he heard it, Future was on it. So that lets me know Andre 3000 told Future, help this nigga out, man. Come on. So that means Future was I'll like, even write it for you. So you think Andre can write like that, like Future? Yeah. I, now I'm starting to think Andre 3000 is still rapping and Future's just his proxy. <laughs> Dang. They He's like, I, I need a street outlet, just like Prince did. Prince would write and produce all the times music. Like, all right, I'm about to be weird and do rock music so I can still have a black sound. I'm going to make time so I can have a female outlet. I'm going to have Apollonia. So, hey, maybe Future is Andre 3000's thug outlet. I mean, he said he's a Future fanatic, so. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Him and his son listen and they study it. Yeah, so, hey, because him and his son created it. They created Future. Future talked about being the kid watching Andre 3000 record verses and stuff and being geek like, oh, man, I can't believe I'm around. So that's why I think, yeah, he probably did say, hey, man, Future, come come to my house, meathead. That name sucks. We're going to call you Future. We're going to give you this new image. You know, young Scooter, he's going to be your friend now. Maybe that's what they did. Hey man, if Andre wrote it, that's cool, but I still think Future wrote it. I gotta listen he to it. He didn't write it. Oh. There's been allegations of Future not uh Future having writers in the past. Shout out to this white boy Bobby Raps. I think he wrote uh Xanax Damage for Future. And there's been rumors Ooh. that Key might have written for Future in the past. So yeah, maybe Future is a created character like a Snoop Dogg. You know, Snoop Dogg has a lot of writers and needs help all the time. He said Miss Chalet gave him the opening in the lines to Gin and Juice. And he's talked about what having ghost writers. So Miss Chalet said with so much drama in the LBC. According <laughs> yeah. to Snoop Doggy Dog. All I know is that there's only one person I know that doesn't have writing stuff with him and it's Biggie. That's the only person. Well, nah. You said, remember, didn't you say that you saw a Jada Kiss interview and it's like, uh, hey man, I gave him stuff. I, I don't know. I don't remember. I mean, I might have yeah. said. The I only they... person that I never heard is Jay-Z. They might have said he took a somebody's flow. Young Chris. Nope. Young Chris. He's out of it. Yeah, That's his why. flow. That's not right. Nope, his nope, rapping. Nope, 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 nope. Oh, yeah. I did hear people say Lupe wrote for Jay-Z. That was the uh, And he stole Izzo from uh, Cameron. Cameron would have murked that. What, H to the Izzo? Yeah, he would have Yeah, killed. I need that beat. Give me that, boy. Cameron, I mean, he wouldn't have made it as big, but Cameron would have went off on that. Yeah, I need that. They said Lupe played all the drums on Hovi Baby. And one of and his people made the What More Can I Say beat. So there's a lot of people that feel like, yeah, Lupe used to help Jay-Z out. And that's why Jay-Z loved Lupe so much and wanted to executive produce food and liquor. I, I can, and I don't he's know on who, food and liquor. Yeah, I was going to say, I don't know who Lupe's people is, but I can tell they did... Um, what more can uh, I say? Yeah, because of because um, of the uh, just might be okay from food and liquor, and mm, the yeah. and the joint with um the the song with Jay Z. Those yeah, are both yeah. epic yeah. beats. That's true. That's true. The pen is mightier than the sword, my lord. Why was Jay Z rapping like that on that song? I don't know, but I listened to that shit all the way up. Pressure. 
a few times a year. That beat is so hard. It is fire. Like the horns. Like that beat is hard. I guess hear Jay-Z being Jay-Z wanted that one, but they probably wouldn't give it to him. That beat is stupid, bro. Dang. I thought Just Blazer, somebody did that shit. They're called the Buchanans. Yeah, well, I don't know if they did that beat. I'm talking about what more can I say? They did that beat. True. Yeah, but I don't know who did the pressure beat. Let me see. Let me double check and verify the track list. It's loading. All right. Yeah, what more can I say is the Buchanans. Yep. And... Yeah, see, they're from the Coney Island section of Brooklyn, so I don't know how Lupe got cool with them, but yeah, you know how music is. People travel and link up with different people, so... You know, New I'm York, on... everybody, all, a lot of artsy people go to New York. Yeah, you have to. That's where the business is. That's where the industry is, so... Pressure mm. is produced by a guy named Prolific. Mm. Oh, yeah, I remember that name. Oh, and he, he also did, did just, just might be okay. He did, and he did American Terrorist. Wow, that's crazy. And he did three music to drive by. And so Carolou. The house became Lupe's people. They didn't even do a, a, a song on the whole album. Hey man, that was three years later. Just because you're my people in 2003, don't mean you're gonna be my people in 2006. You should know that. Mm, true. Yeah, man. But hey, before we disappear. I got my new music segment, you know, a lot of music drops every week and I listen to it. Not everything, but I try to see what's going on. Fantano calls himself music's busiest nerd on the internet. I'm the busiest rap nerd, I think. So let me give you some stuff to check out if you're interested in it. First, I'll start with Hit Boy and The Alchemist. They put out a three song EP called Theodore and Andre. These guys have been working together for the past year or so. They put out a song last year. It was pretty cool. They rapped on each other's beat. Um, Alchemist and Hit Boy also produced uh, Benny the Butcher's debut album for Def Jam. I think on that album, Hit Boy did seven beats. Alchemist did five. You know, they are looked at as the faces of underground rap. They're the top rapper producers of the previous generations, if you will. So I like that they get in their style off. But Hit Boy, for me, is the better rapper on this project. His style just seems more cool, laid back, uniquely himself. Alchemist, I'm tired of you rapping like Rock Marciano, man. Turn it in, my nigga. I remember nigga when you used to rap. <laughs> huh? He think he be snapping too. <laughs> he loves jackets, and I'm like, hey man, you're from Beverly Hills, but then he did live in New York for a long time. But he loves his jackets and coats. Nah, his so, uh, his swag is tight. I love uh, the way Alchemist dress. He be yeah, he's clean. So uh, the jacket game is serious too. That's funny. Yeah, that's his. Yeah, that's his shit. So check out that project if you into smooth beats and competitive rhymes. Uh, another another EP I'll salute is Tia Corinne from North Carolina. This is her debut project for Interscope. Eight project, uh, eight songs, features on it. Lil Tyler, Key Glock, and Z Lopers. Um, the, of course, we talked about the Young Jock song already. Cool track. That's the intro. 
Her song with uh, Key Glock is also produced by Filthy. That's pretty cool. Pierre has the beat on here. You, you can tell she's getting the big label push. Her rhyme style is kind of interesting. You could tell, like, even though she's from North Carolina, you can tell she's very influenced by the Memphis style of rap, old school, 3-6, Lachette, Gangsta Boo, just that triplet style, Lord Infamous. She raps like that a lot. But then she also has a melodic song where she tries to show her versatility. Bonnet has a cool uh, beat that progresses, like kind of like trance dance music, but mixed with rap. So that's a cool vibe. But yeah, that's a cool, a good debut project. I like to see where she develops because as we know, we're in the women empowerment era of rap. So Interscope hopes you do know you do numbers. Uh also this dropped today, so I only listened to it once. Baby Drill dropped a project called Score God. Um Yeah, Lil Tyler's on there on the title track. He didn't need to be on there for real, but a hey, <laughs> salute. I like the song though. Um YTB Fat, where is he from? West Memphis, Arkansas. I was gonna mention him. Okay, yeah, he he's, he's pretty turning cool. up. Yeah, Turn he did up. pretty cool. Him and Rob 49 did cool on this song, Checkups. Um, it's funny, he has a song called uh Detroit Flow, but he just raps like he normally does, man. He he didn't switch it up. He does that Boston Richie stuff. He got a song with him too that's turning up. Like he's a very yeah. hot artist right now on the street. Yeah, Baby Drill is the top murder rapper in Atlanta, you know. I mean, no, I'm saying watch you be fat. Oh, YTB Fed. Yeah, the he first got a song time. with uh, Boston Richie and like okay like the hood circles. I think I saw that. I think I saw that. Yeah, in the hood circles, and he got a song with Glorilla that uh, is tight. In the hood circles, he's like I'm seeing his name everywhere. He's like yeah, him and Rilo are the chosen ones in that circle because I've yeah. seen Rilo. He's doing very well. And I did you see the snippet with V's by the way? No. Yeah, there's a snippet going out. It's V's and Rilo, and hey, Rilo's going crazy. I was like, oh, man. You getting cursive? <laughs> nah, he's just saying tight stuff. Like, he talked about, um, dang, I forgot. He had, a, like, a tight line about um, putting pressure on me. Like, he was, yeah, he had, uh, it was a cool punchline about, like, LeBron James Jr., a.k.a. Bronny, and being a Trojan, having a Trojan kind. It was a cool wordplay. But, yeah, Rilo. I can tell, yeah, he might take another leap this year. Uh, he has a song, Baby Drill, back to him, Just Want You with Hancho. That joint was cool. You know, he tried to get in his bag for the ladies. But my favorite song on this project is What's the Ticket, the outro. It was basically the first single. So, hey, if you're into murder rap, check out Baby Drill. Uh, I swear Vezo dropped live from the six. YTB Fats on this as well. <laughs> OG, he's moving and he does that Boston Richie stuff. Yeah, and uh, Motion Remix with Babyface Ray is cool. Yeah, the Come Outside with YTB Fat is cool. Chose Me with Chucky CEO. Yeah, that Detroit Street shit, that joint's hard. I Ain't Mad at You is him trying to get Conscious and Mama Mill and Ain't Enough. I like that he was trying to get deeper into, you know, not just always having his same content. He was switching it up. But yeah, it's kind of an underwhelming project from Vezo. I ain't going to lie to you. And uh, what else? Oh, yeah, I checked out 
this is an artist from the DC area named Wi-Fi God. He has um if I had to describe his style, I would say like early SoundCloud era. Like if you're in if you're aware of like bones and that type of style, check him out. He has a project that came out uh the end of last year called Ben Bout It. And then another one that dropped in June of 2023 called Block Music. That's the one I like the most. Uh, Spike Lee joint, brand new check, Man Time. The title track, Block Music with Lil Percy. Do not play this shit, Dirty Rebox. It's a good project. So shout out to the DC area doing very well in the underground. But uh, yeah, man, that's my music report, uh, man. But uh. Did you get the chance to listen to any new music recently? I heard I listened to the Baby Drill Tyler joint. Um, I'm happy to listen to uh, Vezo. Um, YTB Fat, he was on my radar because within the last week, I'm like late to him, honestly. I, I've actually seen his name. I just didn't like look. But I've when I did like look into him over the last week, I just seen his name everywhere. So I'm pretty interested in that because, you know, I've been to West Memphis, Arkansas, yeah, yeah, I have too, man. Hey. No, West Memphis, Arkansas. Yeah, I've been there. I, I was there, man. West Memphis, Arkansas or Memphis, mm -hmm. Tennessee? West like, Memphis, Arkansas. We were there pit stop on the way to go to Memphis, man. I was like, oh, I did that's what made me realize, hold on, this is not in this it's not West Memphis ain't in Tennessee. Oh wow. Yeah, yeah. It so. was really cool. And then I found out Yeba's from there too. Shout yeah, out to Yeba. Yep, Yeba's definitely from there. So I was definitely interested because um, there's another one from West Memphis named Mud Baby Rue. I played his gun class song for you. you I've heard his name before. Yeah, I you think you've mentioned him before. Yeah. So, you know, I'll be interested in them. But um, no, I haven't heard too much new music, honestly. I'm, you know, I'm old. So I'll be, I've been listening to like Brent's last joint a little bit. And, um, you know, when's Central C coming back out? Hey, don't ask me that. I don't know. <laughs> Why not? Hey, man. That's your brother, man. No, it's not. I don't listen to that guy. But know, you're, you're you're a buster for not listening to Skepta's new song produced by Cardo. Those are your boys. And you avoid it. You're a you're a, you're a dodgy. I'll get to it. I'll get to it. Just Look at him. Yes. He made me mad guy. with that last he made me mad with that last project. That was weird. <laughs> he was being but, too much of an artist. But I do have a question. So with Vezo, it, does it seem like he's trying to do better than what he's done since he's been on QC, even though you said it's still underwhelming? Yeah, it seems he is trying to diversify his sound and his content. But hey, man, it's just the street bangers don't hit like he used to. Even the song Motion with Ray, it's cool, but it's like, dang, they had better collabs than this. I feel like he, he kind of missed the boat when he didn't do that collab project with Ray. Cause then just Ray and V's just started. Psh. Dang, I wonder why that didn't happen though. Yeah, good question. I don't know, but and yeah. So was and now Ray and V's are opening up for Travis Scott on tour. They doing well. That's tight. But is um is Babyface Ray and Four Two Doug Ron Artest not an official song? Cause how did Flo Millie get that? Well, they just leased the beat. That's why. Or yeah. They leased the beat because the same producer that made Ron Artest made that beat. It's the same beat. So, yeah, seems like they just leased it. And then, yeah, she 
got to use it again and made it a big or small. Y'all mm -hmm. made it a y'all made it a high line for the black for the for the brothers the black brothers in the community that like that type of rap. That's but I made it. Mean. I made it a hit song. When I heard it, I was like, "What the hell? This is Ron Artest." Because yeah, you told see. me that, and I didn't know what you was talking about. Yeah. And I was like, "What the hell? How did she do that?" Like, never this... lose me. One of the biggest songs out here, and that's another thing. The reason why I was interested in Tia Corinne, I'm happy you mentioned it because I almost forgot. But the reason. Why I was interested in Tia Corinne is because I feel like she's another Rico Nasty region. <laughs> Just like uh Flo Millie. Yeah, Flo Millie was like that. They have that brash style. Kenny Beats loves all of them. <laughs> they have a similar style that you know you can tell like they they want to be girly, but they want to be aggressive and tough on certain Wait, types of beats. Yeah. Wait, they like yeah, but like Tia Corinne and Rico Nasty are more into that rocker image. Flo mm -hmm. Millie isn't, you know, she from Alabama. She don't have time for that. It, it seems like the uh, Tia Corinne Caribou girls. Why are they uh, starting to like take over? Do you think we're tired of the bad bitch rappers? Well, the irony like is that Tia Corinne blew up because of Freaky T, which is kind of one of those, but. And Lotto got on the remix and that helped it too. But yeah, the music that she's doing now is the opposite of Freaky T. And I don't think it's going to work in the same way. It won't. But she is, she's BK the Ruler is kind of in her little world too. Yeah, she's in her bubble. She does her thing. She's, you know, she should be on Opium Records. But hey, she has her cross the regular way, not upside down. And it seems like I think she's on Columbia Records, you know. So yeah, the, all of these people are on major labels, man. And, and it's weird that like Bia, like she had she has had a little bit of success, but her last song, the Missy sample, I'm um, that bitch did a little bit, but it just seems like it's hard for her for some reason. And I feel like yeah, she's she had more... J Cole with that London song. Did that work? I mean, not really, but it wasn't a bad song. Yeah, I don't know. It's just interesting that like the real glammy girls, they're kind of like there hasn't out of all the and it, it, out of all the recent hot girls, they haven't been like super glammy. And it's funny that Lotto's paying attention and like working with all of the new cool girls, like Anisia. Yeah, Anisia, um, uh, Tia Corinne. Met working with Tyler, even though he's not a girl. I'm not calling him a girl, but. She's like paying attention and it's funny. She's doing it early. She's not being lost. Like a lot of artists, they don't be paying attention or they think they're too cool. And then like people walk in their lane and just take it all up. She's like, nope, I'm going to be up in here too. Mm -hmm. Just interesting observations. Yeah, just what you got to do to be a star, to connect with people, man. It's smart. But Flo Millie, yeah, she was able to make a sexy anthem. Rico Nasty, unfortunately, never did. Do you think we'll see her again? When's the last time you saw Rico Nasty around, man? I don't know. I follow her on Instagram, but I feel like she's just like taking a break. Um, she on her Wale swag. You got to disappear. Yeah, and not to be too personal, she did break up with her man, who uh, I think was like her manager. I don't. Oh, know true. Well, yeah, that can affect things. I don't know if that had anything to do with her uh, creative, like wise. But um, if it did, then that makes sense. But I think she's just. Being a mom and enjoying herself. Um, yeah, her last post was January fourth, so I don't know. Oh, okay. I don't know. She needs to like. She don't need to, but I don't know. She don't have to be super rocky, but 
She's looking really cool on her Instagram. She's actually looking really good to me. I know people try to hate on her and call her ugly, but I'm a real man that's attracted to like real women, so I don't think she's ugly. And a lot of people be calling people like Rico Nasty ugly, have had sex with uglier women, so they need to shut up. She put out five singles last year, so hey, one of them was called Pussy Poppin'. Oh, okay. Whoa, okay. Whoa. Obviously, it didn't work, man. That's right. Sell that sex. I'm just kidding. She's still on Atlantic, so. Oh, never mind. Then she put out a single. Oh, never mind. Yeah. I think she's still on Atlantic, so. Yeah. But yeah, the woman landscape is looking very interesting. I'm excited. Dang, she had a song called Beat My Face, too, about makeup. Well, she's trying, <laughs> but it's not working. Damn. Wale said at the Grammys he would like to work with Burner Boy, and people thought that the interviewers, because um, he said it was ironic. You asked me that. I think the interviewers thought he was Burner Boy. <laughs> That's what's up. But I need Wale to tap in with Burner Boy or Wizkid. He needs to link up with the Nigerians. I know he's he worked with Wizkid already before years ago. No one cared. Well, he needs to do it again. Burner Boy, I don't know if Burner Boy will work with him. You know, Burner Boy, he he feel like, yeah, hey, I'm a star. Why would I want to work with you? He might be that arrogant. But that would be cool. Seems like Skepta's more tapped in with the Nigerians than Wale. I mean, Wale, nah. Wale's on Oduwum Black's album. I mean, Wale does his thing. He tries, does, but hey. Does Wale go to the, to Nigeria and shoot videos like Skepta? I don't know, man. I don't really pay attention to Wale. Well, I do pay attention to him, but music videos-wise, eh, I don't think so. Mm, he needs to tap in, man. What do you want him to do? You want him to make a Rick Ross is about to do an African album. He said he's he said he about to get with all of them. He tired of like going out to eat and hearing that shit or going on vacation and hearing and not being a part of it. That's what that's what he's thinking. He's worked with African artists in the past. My dad has a song that Rick Ross is on it and he loves Rick Ross's verse. He called himself Ricky Ravioli recently. Yeah, he's been he's been calling himself that for a while. Why did know that he was Ravioli? Oh, how does that happen? He wants to be a mobster, just like most black street rappers of that era. That makes sense. Yeah, everybody wanted to be a mobster back then. Frank White, Biggie, Jay-Z was wearing a suit. He said he prayed to John Gotti on Reasonable Doubt. You know, uh, Nas Escobar, that was the thing. Remember the mafioso rap? But ravioli, I don't know. That's just food. That, ain't, that don't sound like, I don't know, whatever. Doesn't have to make sense. <laughs> Dang. That, hey, man. Raleigh Fingers. You know who that is? No. It's a legendary baseball player, but one of the Wu-Tang members made that history at Alias. Oh. <laughs> hey, man. You can make anything sound mobby. <laughs> true. That's what it's about, babe, man. Chopper suit convos. We'll holler at y'all next week. By then, Lotto's song will be out. Maybe Kanye and Ty Dolla Sign's album will be out. It's supposed to drop Friday. Oh, yeah, you wanted to talk about that real quick before we disappear? Not excited. The shit sounds really stupid. Uh, yeah, I didn't hear the snippet you heard. Yeah, I don't Northwest know. Northwest sound cool, I guess, but the other stuff just sounds real dumb. Like, what am, where am I supposed to listen to this fucking uh, medley of sounds, orchestras, and fucking electric guitars and horns and all kinds of stupid shit? It doesn't make sense to me. 
That nigga don't make music no more. He makes opera, but I get it. Yeah, he I, does. He's been doing that since Dark Fantasy. We've Andre two thousand says he's too old to rap. I'm sure Kanye feels the same way. What the like? So he don't want to rap about. Kanye it. doesn't feel too old to rap. He does. He does because that's why he's making the stupid music because he don't want to just rap about. <laughs> makes sense. Nah, he's trying to look at it. Rap. The sound of rap hasn't changed in a while, and Kanye as a producer has always tried to switch up his sound production style, but. It's just gotten to a wax zone where you can't have fun with. So, yeah, that's where he's at. Like sampling, redoing Backstreet's back and making it gothic is weird as hell. But that's what he do, man. He makes gothic rap music. He don't know how to have fun no more. Maybe he never knew how to have fun. Maybe just the 2000s club era was different. Or maybe strip club culture killed what type of music you could play at parties is that it i don't know i Hold feel on, like so they used to put in 2005 i feel like they used to play gold digger at parties you can't play that type of stuff anymore at functions you can play workout song though yeah you could play workout white people. but uh, yeah exactly but i don't know like I he feel makes like, white fun yeah so he made backstreets back gothic yeah everybody he had charlie wilson singing it Yeezy's back. All right. That drum was huffy. Yeah. He stinks, bro. <laughs> I can't wait to listen to this album and hate on it so bad. Um, it's not dropping on Friday. He needs to qu quit making music. He's bad at it. I wish he wouldn't have <laughs> never flipped out and he could keep doing fashion and shoes, but I mean, he just put out some socks, too, and them joints suck, too, but, yeah. <laughs> I don't know what happened to this guy, man. It sucks to see, but it is what it yeah, is. Yeah, he lost his top, man. That's why he needs to be like Andre and not do stuff anymore. Not Andre 3000. He still does stuff. He just won two Grammys, right? Yeah, but he knows, like, I can put it all in one song, and I'll it'll be better than me trying to tease albums, show it in fucking sports arenas, and... Drop it, not drop it. Make that shit like it'd be like, dog. You're doing all this teasing for the music to be trash, anyways. <laughs> I don't get it. I'm just I'm on the con hating Kanye's recent music hate train. I am with you, man. I I used to like Yeezus until I realized that's the album that made him become this super weirdo. Like, even shout out uh, to Anthony. I was kicking it with him earlier. Uh, he was playing Summer Graduation. I was like, man, I used to love this era of Kanye. Graduation still sounds cool, but it's like, yeah, I mean, hey, you're not getting that no more, man. That's almost 20 years ago now. It's 2000. Oh, yeah. Wow. On Saturday is going to be the 20th anniversary of College Dropout. So, hey, man, his first album came out 20 years ago. We got to move on. Yeah, we do. That's But he needs to move on. Let's talk. <laughs> Go away. Hey, he needs a revenue stream. Wealthy people make money in multiple ways. Oh, man, I forgot to do my fantasy lineup today. See? This is why I be losing. Uh, never mind. I did do it, but mm. I didn't I didn't move my team properly because I have an open roster spot, but I can't utilize it. Uh, see? Oh, well. But yeah, Kanye, hey, you need different revenue streams, man. Especially since you lost your fashion money making noise about Jewish people. So, hey, hey. He said he's teasing three three volumes of this project. Volume three. one, volume two, volume three. 
it's kind of exciting to know that we're about to get three albums of trash, three volumes of I trash. mean, it's not dropping. I mean, Down to Two exists, but then it doesn't exist, you know? He never finished it, but he, he really did. Ty Dollar Sign's time. Hey, Ty Dollar Sign <laughs> had nothing better to do. All I when was the was last that... time you heard of Ty Dollar Sign before this? He was on Killer Mike's album, by the way. <laughs> and he did really good, and he was on um, Larry June. True, yeah. But yeah, the last project he put out was three years ago. So he's been relaxing. He needed Kanye to call him to do something. I mean, I, I guess I could see that being true, but... And the last project he did was a collab album with Division. So yeah, he, the last time Ty Dolla Sign did a solo project was 2020. I just can't wait to see like people like uh, Ebro and Joe Budden like this album a lot. Whoa, Ebro. you be seeing Ebro? I've been seeing that brother in years. Yeah, I see Ebro. I follow him. I like to That's see what's that. up. Shout out Ebro. I'm glad you're still getting those checks, man. Isn't he still a boss at Apple Music? Yeah, he's, uh, yeah I think so. Yeah, man. Shout out to him, man. He be doing his thing. He be getting these old niggas be eating, man. But um, yeah, I'm excited to see them like it and that for that to signify to me like I knew this shit was trash. Oh, oh yeah, we oh yeah, really quickly before we go, I want to talk about one of Dan's favorite rappers, Playboy Cardi. He had a outfit on that made the internet go wild, and um, mm -hmm. I want to let you know that Dan likes him a lot and supports him a lot. Yeah, I don't give a damn what these niggas wear; just make good music. No, I'm yeah. out now. It's over now. I'm done. Well, because he wore a bodysuit, I respect it. It looked like a thong, so I'm out of there. <laughs> That's the last straw, dog. Hey, man, wearing a bodysuit, aka or a thong. <laughs> yeah, I'm not, I can't, like, there's girls and stuff that know I like him, and they like hit me up, like, this your man's like, oh, like so I'm out of there now. Oh, man. Shout out to the people making, uh, Twerk compilations between Jada Kingdom and uh, Megan The Stallion, trying to figure out who won. Well, it seems like Jada Kingdom had some like more surgery than Meg allegedly had, so hers was cheating. Mm. Meg's looks like it's like just from Texas, some real Texas booty shit. Well, Nicki Minaj said it was surgery, you know. So Nicki Minaj needs to shut the fuck up. You should have seen. Oh. She tried to twerk on stage. It looked like she was like, needed help to get up. It looked crazy. It looked crazy. Like, it looked bad. Like, she couldn't even move. Dang. That's crazy. Well, shout out to them, man. Shout out to everybody making music, playing sports, living life, man, trying to ball and maximize their potential. Because we grew up in eras where our heroes didn't. And even us, we can be honest with ourselves and realize certain times, hey, man, we're not maximizing ourselves. We're trying to be the best we can be. That's what Chopper Suit Convo is about, because Jamal's about to leave here and go work on his set for Friday, because he's trying to master his craft. I'm sure Lamar Jackson is somewhere watching film right now. You don't think so? I don't know, man. That nigga just be... He, he's a very humble guy who, like, Who's happy like just to wake up and stuff? So we'll, I don't know. Whoa. <laughs> Sound like that annoys you. No, that's cool, but you know. Whoa, that's cool. Be obsessed with sports again. 
He is. He said he needs a Super Bowl. Well, he didn't run, so I don't believe that bullshit no more. I don't want to hear him talk about the Super Bowl no more. If you're not going to run the fucking ball, do what, you, do what makes you dynamic. I don't want to hear it. Well, all right, man. Oh, yeah. Well, nah, we could keep going forever, man. I'm going to let you later, man. Shabasu Convos, we the greatest podcast in the world. We'll be back next week. Peace. Peace.